Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and, yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, welcome back to our second show of Hypnosis Everywhere with Inez Simpson and my sidekick, Martin Gover. And I want to thank you all for sending in emails and keep them coming, folks, because we will keep answering them. Yes, and Inez, being a hypnotist, of course, can answer any questions. So just send in anything. And if she doesn't know it, she goes to subconscious. And if that doesn't know, she goes to a superconscious. And then, of course, hypnotists have the field, the morphic field. The rest of us call it Google, but they call it the morphic field. <laughs> so I'm very excited about the show today because we're having Bob Burns on. And besides being... My friend, uh, I, I think the guy is astounding. He is a mentalist, a uh, hypnotist, a uh, magician, and he's a singer. I think, I think you call him your favorite Scottish person. No, yeah, he's one of my favorite people, but I have to be careful of that because the sidekick here would get his nose a little bit out of joint. So uh, he's my favorite Scottish person, and I also have a favorite German person who's Steen, just like my son. But So just to be careful, Bob is my favorite Scottish person. And she only knows two Scottish That's people. not true. And one of them's English. <laughs> That's not true. So without further ado, I'm just going to welcome Bob Burns to the show. Hi, Bob. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm here. Great good. To talk to That's you. a good thing that you're here. <laughs> yeah. So I think you're looking good, Bob. Say again. I said you're looking good. Well, that's great. That's what you do as a psychic over the phone. You're absolutely wonderful. <laughs> so I really want to get into um, a lot of things. But first of all, I think I need to know a little bit about you. So just go off and tell a short bio about yourself. Okay, very shortly. But link to what I do, yeah? Mainly in the hypnosis yeah. field? Yes. Uh, well, yeah, sure. actually, you can give a full background because you're a pretty interesting guy. Yeah. So, so, so basically, and as uh, for anyone listening, I uh, I found myself with uh, playing in. Uh, I was a full-time musician, playing in a band back in the early seventies uh, all over the UK, and uh, and in 1973, um, we went to do a gig one night, and uh, the drummer turned around to the, the manager of the place and said, uh, "You know, don't look into his eyes. Uh, he's a hypnotist." She looked into my eyes, I told her to sleep, and I caught her head just before it hit the ground. So it's an interesting one in so much as all that, all that years ago, uh, the band were terrified because they never knew I was a hypnotist and neither did I. So that kind of kicked it off for me, yeah? <laughs> so, uh, and as, as you know, since then, I've spent a lot of time doing, uh, traveling all around Europe and what have you doing, you know, stage hypnosis, street hypnosis, and of course today I work as a full-time therapist Monday through to Friday. But I do lots of workshops all around the world, uh, and I do a lot of mentoring. I, I, a lot of people do one-on-one -on -one with me on Skype or FaceTime or Facebook, and we uh, and they, they come over to Scotland to uh, spend a couple of days with me in my my wee room here. And that's it in a in a very scattered nutshell, yeah. Okay, so uh, I know you haven't been home long because you were in Australia uh, yeah. teaching the swan, and I have rumors, has it, that you are off to Brazil soon. Yeah, next Thursday we fly out from Edinburgh to Holland to do something very quickly there, 
Then we're off to Rio de Janeiro for uh, 10 days doing stuff there before we come back again. So every month I'll be doing something. The month after, again, will be North Europe. Uh, uh, March, we're in Vietnam. And, and, so, and so it goes on throughout the year. Yeah. That's right. You, this is your first time in Brazil, I think, anyway, and I was going to just tell you that it's phenomenal there because there are very young hypnotists, a big, and there's yeah. a huge population, and they're very yeah. passionate and excited, so you'll have a good time. Um, it's but going to be first, a bit of a nightmare, uh, to be honest with you, Inez, because uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how I came to this conclusion, but I, I, I thought that the limbo uh, started in Brazil. I've been practicing for five months. I just found out yesterday that they don't do that much limbo in Brazil. But I'm down to 18 <laughs> inches, so, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty good. It's probably a good thing for me they don't do too much limbo in Brazil because I can't do it. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just want you, let's get started a little bit because uh, just give a, an overview of maybe what, how you came to the swan and how you use it. You know, because we're talking to a full crowd of people, non-hypnotists and hypnotists alike. Yeah, okay. That's, and that's good. That's, uh, that's, that's good. It should, should be that way. So I'm a, a natural, um, I'm one of these guys that do, I'm a, I'm a Tai Chiist, yeah? So most mornings you'll find me on a beach somewhere in Scotland, uh, normally not far from me, in a town called Montrose. And in sunup I do a bit of Tai Chi. And one Saturday morning I came home sat down to watch some um, mid-morning television, ran my fingers through my hair, put it on the back of the couch next to me, and I noticed my hand flopped into a shape that looked like my hand was resting on my wrist, resting on my forearm. It looked like a swan, yeah? And I, for some reason, I just smiled and said, you look like a swan, and my, my hand waved, uh, which was uh, not terrifying. It's a Saturday morning. I haven't been drinking. It's kind of okay. But uh, it was quite surprising. I said, can you do that again? The hand moved again. And I realized, of course, because my background, as you know, is in psychology, uh, sociology, the social sciences in, in general. And I thought, wow, I've got what I call here a, an idiomotor response. Um, so I thought, wow, but I'm not really that great at idiomotor responses. I wonder why that's happening. And the hand would turn for me. It would wave for me. It would I would get yeses and noes and all that. So it was then I, I thought, well, is there any way I found just a kind of a, a weird kind of gateway here <laughs> to go into a certain state to, um, that would maybe work for others? If not, it's of very little value to me. So as you know, I started working with this, and um, uh, I, I started working with people on the Monday I got some great results, and then uh, some uh, psychologists heard about me, fairly adamant, they were very honest, they told me they thought I was off my head, but I asked them okay. to work with them in London, so they flew me down there, at 9 o'clock on the Saturday <clears> morning, they thought I was an idiot, at 9.15 they were gone like a house on fire, and the swan kind of exploded from there, somebody phoned what they were doing, in a, a mobile phone, put it on uh, YouTube, and it kind of exploded, I went and made a, a DVD of what I do with the swan which, you know, I flog through my, my, my website even to this day. But the funny thing is that I needed, like, a grand to cover the, the expenses. And I thought, will I ever get that money back? And what I didn't realize was within several weeks it would be selling in certainly more than 75 countries around the world. So it kind of exploded, yeah. And since then, as you know, that's what I do. I, I, I travel around doing uh, workshops uh, with uh, psychologists, uh, hypnotists, hypnotherapists, 
um, uh, clinical therapists, uh, healers all around the world. And uh, so it's given me a kind of a different lifestyle in the, in the last decade. So I'm a pretty good hypnotist. That's my background, hypnosis. But the swan is outside hypnosis, as you know. And it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's something that's completely lifted probably my, my life to something else completely, completely else. It's, 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 it's really quite cool. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, what I've already said to the crowd is I, I've made this a f- broad, broad uh, subject of hypnosis, not just formal induced hypnosis. So yeah. uh, from my point of view, it's still a facet of hypnosis. So it doesn't matter if it is or isn't, doesn't matter. And either way, uh, you're a hypnotist and you're a great hypnotist. And I just think it's awesome. So I want you now just maybe just go into it a little deeper. That's how it started. And let me just uh, ask you, where has it gone to? So where has it gone from there? Yeah. Yeah, no, sure. You know, I used to do yeses and noes with little movement yes. of fingers. And then after a couple of years, I thought, well, it's always best, you know, fortune favors the brave. So I said to this hand at one point to me, after we, we started getting just silly results, it kind of scared even me. And I've been doing this thing for about 40 years, as you know. But I started asking it to just take away the pain, do this, do that, do the next thing. By the way, for anyone listening, this is nothing new. There are many, many great hypnotists in the world that can do this by using different therapies linked to hypnosis. But my one seemed to be pretty cool because to me it was outside hypnosis, although as you said in theirs, it could be completely into hypnosis, and I'm just not aware of it, and I'm okay with that. I don't really care. I just want to get the result. But what happened after a while is I I asked the, the, the part that I'm talking to, Remember, you know, it's my favorite saying of mine. I say, real or imagined. In other words, it might be real, it might be imagined. Let's not argue about it. Let's see if we can get the result, yeah? So I would ask the part, if you can move that finger, if you can move that hand, and if you can say yes and no to me, and if you can stop them from being anxious, and if you can take away their pain, I wonder, could you go into their cardiovascular system? Could you go into their neck? Could you go into their mouth? Could you go into their lips, their teeth? And could you say hello to me? And the person sitting in the chair would look at me, as if I was crazy. And perhaps at that point in time I was, because I, I had no idea what would happen. And of course, suddenly the mouth would open and a voice would say, hello, or hello, Bob, or hello, Mr. Burns, again, a different voice and so on and so forth. <laughs> and again, since, as you know, because you've seen it happen, it's kind of exploded there. It's all around the world now. And, uh, and we call this direct voice, that the part real or imagined inside the person is happy to talk to me. And while it's talking to me, it makes certain claims of who and or what it actually is. And that in itself is a, a kind of a different kind of excitement, yeah? It makes us think, oh my God, who are we? What are human beings? How do we work? Where do we come from, et cetera, et cetera, yeah? Yeah, and so, um, so sometimes you consider it a part of the person, right, that's talking, well, it's not that I consider it. I ask it. I, I try not to have an opinion on it because when we have opinions, that's, that's when we bugger the whole thing up. That's so true. instead of me telling people what I think, I'd rather report what happens from the therapy room. So I'll say, so what are you? Are you a part of the subconscious? Sometimes I'll say, yeah. Sometimes I'll say, no. Sometimes I'll say, I'm a higher self. I'm a guide. I've known them before. I've been with them all their life. I just popped in over the last couple of months to fix this thing. I've been with them in a past life. We were sisters. We were married. And so on and so forth. So, so if you think of the answer that I could get, it would be beyond that. I get some really... I got a lovely lady from Australia uh, some six months ago who came terrified of spiders. 
and the part that, that took over within her and took care of a fear of spiders um, yep. claimed to be a part out with the the planet. Remember, I'm just sitting, talking, seeing yeah. what happens. I'm not, I'm not claiming this to be true. <laughs> I'm just supporting what happened. But at the end of the day, she has no fear of spiders or snakes. They're just completely gone, yeah? That's so, awesome. And, Bob, I hate to stop you there, but I think we're going to break shortly. So um, just maybe another minute or so and just wanted to warn you. And then we'll just let you finish off now. I'll come back. Sure, sure. So so that's that's where we are right there. Um, That's where it is right now. So what I do is I just travel, travel, do my stuff, meet other interesting people. And they tell me their stories with this one because this one's not mine. It's only a protocol. Um, because I send it around the world, they come back to me and tell me exactly what's happening. And that's it in a kind of a, a scattered nutshell, if you like. Yeah. And, and Bob, if I, it's Martin, if I can just break in, because we, we talk to people, that hypnotists, if this is for a brand new person who's just wondering about hypnosis, hypnotists have, seems to have these remarkable things happening, or strange, or weird, or I don't believe it. But the point is, as you say, the point is, I'm just reporting what happens. And it's yeah. always what's real or imagined. You know, it's... Uh, and. It, it is another thing that sort of takes the judgment out of it because you're not judging it. You're just going with what's happening. Yeah, that's important. That's really, really important for me, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're just going to wind up here and we're going to come right back and with Bob Burns, who's a great hypnotist and a great swanner. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. 
To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back, and welcome Bob Burns back, and I think he was actually entertaining me with a little jingle in between here, and I think he should do it for you now. Would <laughs> you want to hear it again? Yeah, I want you to do that again. <laughs> here we go. A three, two, one, and a Samson, wah, wah, and a Samson, wah, wah. That's only going to cost about $80, something like that. You know, don't want to be busting so any can banks. see why I love you know? this man. Yeah, okay. Just keep going, Bob. Tell these, enlighten the people some more with our lovely swan, please. Well, we were just talking during the break there. We've got the second uh, swan that's coming out. The first one came out about eight years ago. The second one, the first one is a DVD that people purchase through my my, uh, website. The second one is going to be a download. It's going to be much cheaper. And I just wanted to show people what direct voice can be. I have to be honest and say... You know, the dangers are that for some people who aren't too much educated into this this, uh, this world that some of us walk along, it'll be a bit scary for them. It's maybe not for them, so don't go near it. But for the other ones who've got an open mind, it maybe shows what, the, uh, what our minds are like and what happens, maybe beyond our minds, because I've, uh, I, did, uh, I did a session with four people, one in the, uh, on the evening, the other three the next day. And by pure luck, they all went into this thing that I call direct voice, yeah? And we got some beautiful situations. We've got a situation where we've got a young girl who's, uh, who's putting on a fair bit of weight. And uh, through her direct voice, a claim came of a, a young woman who claimed, bear with me, but off the top of my head, I think it was 1947, uh, died of starvation in Germany. And um, claims to not have passed on, even though she died but claims to have overtaken. Remember, I'm just sitting in a chair. I don't even know what the hell's going on. And I'm the person that's in charge of this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not as if I'm some fake medium taking money off someone. So the, um, they tell us that uh, the great thing is because they've latched onto this woman. They can make, she can make her eat anything she wants. And she obviously can't because the woman's put on something like, you know, pretty close to you know, 70 pounds more than she normally would. So the woman who... Uh, supposed to have passed on some uh, 53, 63, 70 years ago. So she, uh, she says that she missed her husband who, who was killed during the war in 1933, 1944. So I for a bit of fun, I see if we can make contact with the husband. And lo and behold, boom, we get a contact there. The woman leaves, she hugs her husband, she goes off, and the woman with a weight problem stops eating rubbish, yeah? And we're now about three, four months later. She's lost about 28, 30 pounds, but she's lost it with ease, yeah? She just doesn't, she doesn't go for that particular food. And without getting involved in the storytelling for the other ones, the other, the two of the other three were just pretty much close to that as well. Really exciting stuff where we're watching people getting fixed based on uh, an entity really imagined coming through them, through this thing that we call the swan. So it's a fascinating thing to watch, and you haven't, I don't believe you've met him yet, uh, Martin and and Ez, but there's a guy called Rick Collingwood, who's probably the most foremost mesmerist and hypnotist in Australia, 
and he suggested that the swan might be the gateway to the whole flock. It's uh, it's really great for me that some of the best hypnotists in the world have uh, have accepted it and work with it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. This year is going to be very, very exciting because I just keep getting more and more people involved in it. I should know we just came back from Australia. We've got another 100 to 150 people involved. And it's great. Every day I get stories from people saying what this is. So we roll with it to me. We see what happens from there. Yeah, simple as that. And it's always great. as You know, it's, it's always an evolution. It's just like anything that we do, we just, you suddenly get it in your mind. Oh, I think I'll try this and see what happens, right? Yeah. Well, I love the idea. I love the idea of that. I love the idea of getting a crazy idea and thinking, well, I can't see any way this is going to work. Let's see what happens. And uh, <laughs> we run with it and see what kind of uh, results we, we, can, we can get, you know? Yeah. But it's like everything else, you know, like, it's like everything else in hypnosis, that uh, there's lots of different people with different therapies, uh, but there's challenges with most therapies. There probably will be with mine that I can't even see how about that. So I'm happy for people to, t- to tell me what they are. I mean, the reason why nobody has the absolute holy grail in this, I think, is because, uh, you know, hypnosis is probably based on the principle that, uh, you know, a table can only be as strong as its weakest leg. So all of us have got something that we need to strengthen in whatever form of therapy we use. And even then, we probably won't have it completely right. But, you know, we can we can move with these things, yeah. Sometimes the table still wobbles a bit, doesn't it? I guess, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. And, and I agree with you. And I agree that we are continuing to evolve. And we don't know much. Everything we do is supposedly theoretical, but it shows out in outcomes. And that's the important thing. And when I think when you're in integrity and do the work, that's what happens. Well, that's our, that's our job. That's the thing that we've got to do, isn't it? We, uh, as uh, Freddie Jackman says, all you've got to do is hold the thought in your heart. I care about you, I want, and I want you to be well. It's a beautiful line. It's nothing too deep. It's nothing too heavy. But, uh, you know, just that thought, I care about you, and I want you to be well. So with the right intention, we find that we can sometimes get um, kind of mini miracles, I guess, yeah? Yeah, they do happen, and they happen in all facets of styles and uh, of hypnosis. But what I like about this, Bob, is just that the person is actually, and I don't know if the, the people have understood this, are still present and able to know what's going on. They're not in limbo themselves, as you would have called <laughs> the dance. Well, you're very much so. I mean, you, you, you can understand because you know where I come from. I had a police officer today. And when I did the swan with him, uh, we were 30 seconds into it when we got movement. Uh, I'm not going to swear on your, your program, I promise you, but the F word <laughs> prevails a lot of the time. And it did again this morning at 10 o'clock, you know, because it's just the last thing he's expecting to happen. He's not in hypnosis. He doesn't think anything's going to happen, but uh, boom, off he goes and uh, it, it takes place. Yeah, uh, well, I think it's great, and I think it's astounding, and, and you're getting rapid change and easy change for the client, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what else would we like to tell? You know that uh, the download, Bob, um, we can have a, a link. We can put it in, even though it's not coming out for two weeks. We can still put it on your your thing later, right? Or on our Voice America page or yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, my uh, my uh, my thing over here is Lifeline Hypnotherapy. That's my website. It's not in the shop yet. I spoke to the guy today. We've got another three, five days to work with it just to get some um, nice things done. But by the end of January, by the, by the time I'm out in uh, Brazil, by the time I'm doing my limbo, 
in uh, Brazil it should be out there. <laughs> I think we're going to sell it for something like 20 quid or something like that. Yeah, we want, we want as many let's, people as possible to see it. A yep. 20 quid uh, translation is 20 pounds, whatever that to comes into a million, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not a mathematician. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> Excuse me. I started this uh, program last week with a cold, and it's now going out. So I still well, have this listen, supposed sexy voice. Can I help you with that? Voice. Because you know I'm a healer. So what I do, I want you to get Darkrum. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. I want you to get Darkrum. I want you to get lime. Okay. And mild in French mustard. Yeah. <laughs> mild Rub in French mustard. All over your mustard. chest. <laughs> you give Martin a call. He loves that stuff. Can we say this? I'm not even sure. It's not live. <laughs> I don't know either, but whatever, it's all there. <laughs> we did say it was going to be chaos with you here, and, and everyone has been actually sending me messages about looking forward to the chaos. Looking, well, so, whoever these people are, let's ignore them. They know nothing, yeah? <laughs> Well, the chaos is because you're so entertaining and anything could come out of your mouth. And I'm not swearing, and that's not what I'm talking about, but any good fun things. So, um, you know, you also have a a CD music, and uh, I know that you don't sell it or anything, but I'm demanding a new one, please. I, I want a new one done. Well, I'll tell you, I'm going away, when I go to Brazil, I don't know if you know this, but uh, every year, every January, I do a number, and I put it out there just for a bit of fun. So, um, if anyone's heard of the song Caledonia, I'm going to send up my version with an acoustic over the next week. So, it'll be out there on the internet, I'm going to put it into my little uh, YouTube page, and people will have a look at it, and find out just how wonderful I am in this. Burns Night is the 25th of January. As you know, my name is actually Robert Burns. So I'm going to be away from Scotland again on Burns Night. So I'm going to put a, a song out there, Caledonia, which is really almost pretty close to being Scotland's number one song. I'm going to do a little uh, acoustic number for the, for the folks out there. Uh, well, there's lots of Scots people in America, aren't they? Uh, sure, there's lots of Scots people everywhere. They, they <laughs> I mean, I, I think everyone in Canada and America is yeah. pretty well from an immigrant sometime, right? Well, the Canadians <laughs> were the penal colonies, I think. I'm not sure if I, I don't even know. I don't even know where I got that from. I could be wrong, you know. <laughs> anyway, anything else you want to say about always, the swan? They have a glazy look in their eyes, you know. They've got that glazy look. <laughs> Is there any more you want to tell us about the swan that we haven't mentioned? Anything at all? We got a couple I, minutes left. Yeah, we we'll, we'll have that. We we'll have that. We we'll have that couple of minutes. But rather than even even hammer on about the swan, and as if there's anybody there thinking about therapy, if I could just hit them with this, because I, I just spent some time doing a couple other things in Europe today, just chat shows and that. We were talking about the problems of people, you know, people around the world. And I have, to, I have to mention, and the therapists there were agreeing with me that most of our challenges, and I know you'll agree with this, human beings are anxious people, you know? <laughs> they're just mm-hmm. an anxious race. <laughs> and and we most are. of the stuff, we, we, we think we work with this, we think we work with that, we think we work with the next thing, but most of it is anxiety, yeah? Stress, worry, uh, want to stop smoking, want to lose weight, but all of it, it comes back and it's linked to this thing about uh, anxiety, and that's something we need to be working with. As you know, uh, and as I just came back from Australia, yeah? Yeah. And uh, I was working there with some Aborigines. I never knew this. I don't know if you know this. See if anybody wants to write in about it. But they were telling me that the Aborigines, the Aborigines believe that we've got three brains, you know. We've got the gut, which is our instinct, our heart, mm-hmm. which is emotion, 
And the smallest brain is the logical brain. What about that? And I think yeah. if I get this right, they call it the Nandukaru. And guess what? The, the name for the smallest brain in their heads, Nandukaru, is exactly the same word that they use for a fishing net, which is all tangled beyond repair. How about that? <laughs> Makes a lot of sense to me. So these guys, <laughs> these guys, you know, these guys know something. So they believe that, you know, you do in your life, everything you do in your life starts in the gut. It gets filtered by your heart and emotions and then filtered even more in the, the logical brain. But modern society, constantly watching the clock, stress, worries, guilt, etc. It's all in your head. And the more you live in your head, the more problems you have and the more anxieties, the more fears, the more doubts. But the more you can come from an instinctual place, then all okay. of that it simply evaporates. Yeah. And that for me is really what the swan's all about, yeah? Discovering yeah, that not only are you not alone, you, but you're probably anxieties. never the biggest thing, right? Sorry to yeah. go over you, but I think we're on our way out again, so um, we'll just go from here, yeah, right? Into a break. Thanks. Okay, guys. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back, and I really want to thank Bob for being here this time, and uh, he's gone because he was in his gorilla suit and hot, and we had to let him go. And it was time, you know, for the wee dram before bed, because it is nighttime there, uh, or evening, anyway. Um, so, 
I want to talk a little bit, because he didn't blow his own horn very much about certain things, and I, I want to talk about the mentorship he mentioned. You know, he mentors people, and the reason I know about this quite well is when I visited Bob, I sort of sat in in what he calls his therapy room and watched him at work. So a new hypnotist especially, they like to go there and they hang out with him for a couple of days. Besides laughing their heads off, they, he's a very generous man, and he'll give you anything and everything including that gorilla suit. Well, he won't give you the gorilla suit because he's very <laughs> close to that. But it's, that's an interesting thing, his mentorship, as uh, you're saying, and it's probably one of the more unique uh, mentoring programs out there in that if you're a new hypnotist, he doesn't lecture at you, he doesn't put you in a classroom and you do practice. He takes you in and you see real-life stuff happening. And I think as a new hypnotist, you're always going to be wondering, well, what happens? I've, I've done it in the classroom, but what happens in real life? And, oh, my goodness, am I screwing up? Am I screwing up? And you get to sit with Bob and you see, oh, this doesn't work, and he moves this way, moves that way. It's real life situation, I think it's amazing. A generous spirit. That yeah, he has. and and you know, Bob doesn't have an expectation. If he does the Swan, most people it works with him. But there's always going to be someone that that isn't the right thing for them, and he can just switch on the on, you know, just like that. And that teaches people which way to zig, which way to zag, and it's a very great thing. The mentorship is. I can't say enough about it. And I think if you're interested in looking at the swan and you may be a non-hypnotist, etc., I don't know there's that. It is on you. It's got a couple of things on YouTube, not that much. There's one on our page showing a little bit about it on uh, hypnosis. What's this show called? Hypnosis-everywhere.com. <laughs> Go to the radio page, second edition. It goes to the second uh, episode, and you'll see there's a thing on Bob, and he's talking a little bit about the swan. But definitely we'll put those links up for that second uh, download because the stuff he's doing is just incredible. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's very exciting. Uh, and I think, as Inez says, you have to picture a person walks into a room, sits down in a chair, and Bob says, put your arm up. And, I mean, he does a little pre-talk and you, you want to do something. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And he says, okay, let's just play a game. Are you okay to play a game? And uh, then he says, okay, do you mind? I'm not going to talk to you anymore. I'm going to talk to your hand. He's talking to the hand. And where does that work? Is, is like he says when the cop goes, what the... It, when it happens, it's strange. Yeah, very strange. And it, but you know, even with Simpson Pro- Protocol, people will come out and they'll say, "Gee, that was weird," but the outcomes achieved, and it was a very easy way. Okay, so let's go to that. That so um, we can say that he's talking directly or bypassing the conscious right from the get-go. Almost no Pretty apparent much. formal induction. So yeah. that's interesting. But and you were talking about and you talked to Bob a little bit about that. That's where you see hypnosis going, and then that's an interesting way for it yeah, to go. Yeah, you know, and it's not just Simpson Protocol or Bob doing the Swan. There's a lot of people on the same page now. And actually, one of the earlier ones was Jeffrey Stevens. Even even though he did use an induction, I still use inductions. Um, and Jeffrey Stevens also has passed on, but Rob the Grove in Belgium is still teaching that around the world. And we all flit around a lot, don't we? But he and then there's Carl Smith in London, and he does the kinetic shift, and you could see him do that in Vegas and Hypnothoughts and with Bob. With Bob, yeah, he'll be there too, and uh, one of my trainers will be there. And Matt Gilbert does the imp- uh, Bob- blueprint. blueprint. Sorry, the blueprint. So it goes everywhere, and then there's things like old pain to go, and it's not formal hypnosis as we know it maybe in the past. So that's the direction, and that's what drew me to Bob in the first place was because even though we're not doing the same things, 
it is an idea that we are now going to work directly with the subconscious. And in my case, I go to the superconscious. It's all words. It doesn't matter. We all get an outcome with the style of work we do. Okay, let's not let you get away with that, Inez. Mm. So the subconscious, I think a lot of people, okay, yeah, subconscious, they, they have a grasp of what that might, may or may not be. But you're dealing with the Simpson Protocol with the superconscious. Explain. And it's another one of those code words that we use because, uh, you know, uh, I consider it the part of us or maybe it's outside of us for who it's just sort of like um, Bob says you just go with it it's the part that can know every answer and always can know the right answer and this is not theory no well it's theory but it has outcomes so you know it's what we call anecdotal evidence again so remember (laughs) even when Bob's talking and there's some remarkable things he does with the swung the voice stuff is, is incredible is it's not theory, it's not like, oh, we did a one test somewhere. This is just, as Bob says, you're just sitting there with a client and stuff happens and you think, let's go this way and you get an outcome. And remember I said to, you know, that I, I always think it's a good thing to experiment. Well, that, I mean, Bob doing that, he just suddenly thinks of an idea and he says, I think I'll see what happens. And that's, uh, and some astounding thing has happened because of that. So if none of us, if we all do what we always did, we always get what we always got. So we are all moving forward and we're all doing that. So when I'm opening up the minds of the people listening to what hypnosis is, I just want them to know what a big, big field it is and how it, it can be different from each. Because they're going to hear other styles of hypnosis that, you know, are much more mainstream and all those kind of things. And I want them to know that there's going to be Every facet of kind of people here, including people who do the medical deal and all those things. But getting back to the superconscious, I mean, it's for me, I have total trust in that. And it's just a code word for that part that knows everything and can find out anything and can help the client change anything. Okay, but Simpson Protocol compared to these things you're talking about, like uh, Old Paint to Go, Kinetic Mm -hmm. Shift and the Swan, very fast. Sessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simpson Protocol is a, seems to me a lot more is bigger. What what what's well, happening? It's because part of it is that I am taking the client and uh, proving to them that they are in hypnosis because people you know, can't tell, and and the whole thing is because it's very holistic. So I'm not just working on that issue, like Bob says, the anxiety. I deal a lot with that type of work. So, but that's not, and it has lots of things underneath it and uh, around it. And usually there's more than one thing to do. And so we build up what we call a foundation in Simpson Protocol, because some people don't have the strength to deal with it or have it dealt with by their superconscious. Or you have a situation where you can get an outcome, but because the inner whatever aware confidence of the person is not there that the, the conscious immediately starts to erode that outcome oh you don't deserve this you don't deserve that yeah, that didn't work for me that's right and it's not a conscious thing it's totally programmed in remember we said between zero and five or six uh, you don't have that critical factor and that critical factor is what's determining the things you accept and what you believe okay. so okay so um, you've kind of danced around with Simpson Protocol, but what would Simpson Protocol, for hypnotist listening, what, what's it going to offer them? What new things can they and do? And this is a great benefit for the client, not just a hypnotist, because the hypnotist now has does not allow their judgment to affect 
what they're doing. It's totally run by the client's superconscious, so their mind, and the cl- makes it easy for the hypnotist too because they don't have to make a judgment on what to do next, what to do next, and also they can't make any mistakes. Because we're, again, we're from um, from practice, from finding out, from from actual results. Mm-hmm. The superconscious is always working towards that client's greatest good. It's not trying That's to make the hypnotist always. not trying to make the hypnotist look good or trying to shortcut. It will go for what is the best. Even if the hypnotist thinks, well, we should be doing this, as as long as you trust the superconscious. Okay, and one, go for the best outcome. Yeah, and one of the biggest things is that I don't. Technically, I don't have to know anything. They don't have to give me all their dirty laundry, as they would think. And in fact, when I'm doing it in a, in a session in a class or at a convention, I never ask the client what we're working on. And sometimes, client doesn't even know what it will be because I'll, they'll say, no, okay, let your mind pick what the most important thing is to deal with today. And the, we that comes up, and in this one one, this one in Vegas once, it, uh, yeah, maybe we're getting down to a little time here. So anyway, she didn't know what would happen, but she knew the next day. And it was fun. She couldn't smell anything. And suddenly she could smell all the smoke and everything, which was kind of yucky, <laughs> in, in the casino. So, so let's go to a break right now. And let's just keep considering that, con- continuing that conversation after. Thanks. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, 
To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back. And we're just going to probably talk a little bit about... Actually, that's uh, an interesting thing of... Uh, we're talking about what Simpson Protocol mm-hmm. offers the hypnotist. Yeah. And one of the big things is you don't... They don't have to... T- the client yeah. does not have to tell you the issues. So, of course, with abuse issues and PTSD, a lot of that stuff yeah. is interesting. But you but you were saying... And, and I watch this in... Uh, I don't see the clients, but I see her when she's in doing practice. She'll just go into a convention room. And when she's doing a demo, she says, Okay, anybody here want to have a session? And somebody comes up, sits down, and she just goes, there's no, uh, just, do you want to go into hypnosis? Yes. Okay, let's go. And there's no questions at all. So the whole thing about it is very private. Yes. For the client. In fact, as you say, usually the client knows what's what's going on, but the higher mind really will do the work. And so, as you mentioned just before the break there, that even you had a situation when we're doing the Vegas convention that uh, that even the client wasn't sure what was happening until... yes. The next day, because uh, what happened was uh, she said, gee, I feel different. I know there's something different. She said, I didn't recognize what the the issue was when it was happening, but my fingers were doing all the answering and it was great. And I felt awesome when I came out. But she said, I really don't know. And I said, fine, let's see, tell me when you do know. So the next morning she came up to me and she said, Huh, I found out what it was. I haven't, I, I think I said this already, but the, I, the idea is that you haven't smelled anything for years. You have no gust, you know, uh, it's not functioning. And all of a sudden you walk downstairs from your room and you're suddenly in the casino and it's full of smoke and uh, it has a, a particular odor to it. Money, money and yeah. sweat. <laughs> so it's not maybe the first thing I'd like to smell when I start smelling again. Because they also sort of have this background of vanilla or something, but it's kind of strange smell. Anyway, so that was pretty big uh, outcome. And there's also, uh, let's talk a little bit about the, you know, the guy in, in Canada at the convention. Uh, I don't ask. I just ask for a volunteer. He sits in the chair. We start going. He just goes and does everything he's so we're, we're in the convention, there's about four, she's doing just a demo, so there's yeah. 40, 50 people in the room, and I'm sitting beside two of our guests who will be guests the next couple, two, three weeks from now who are nurses, um, practicing nurses, and they use hypnosis. And they're sitting beside me, this guy gets up, looks okay to me, sits down, doesn't say a word, and the nurse, the guy leans over to me and says, that guy has PTSD. How do you know that? Anyway. He had so some outside signs, I guess I told him that, but I didn't know what I was working uh-huh. on. So Very we nice just guy. did my usual thing, yeah. And when we were finished, he was so happy, and he was very happy. And and someone in the crowd, they were asking questions then, and of him and of me. And the lady said, "Well, can you use this for PTSD?" And he said, "Well, she just did." And if you want to go to, I think it's on. I can't. It's on the SimpsonProtocol.com website. He gave her a tremendous. Wrote a letter after that that was yeah. just heartbreaking, really, mm-hmm. in what he was going through and, and the change he got. Yeah, it was awesome. So. In fact, that's interesting is because, as I said, I don't, I, I'm the bag carrier, as you may have noticed, bag carrier, make coffee, clean up the brandy glasses, you know, <laughs> drag her home when she's drunk, all that stuff. <laughs> so I go to the conventions and I see the practices. And it's it's literally amazing. I, I think, as Bob was saying, you know, we're full of this, typically in this Western society, especially of, of anxiety and angst and, and stress, that when uh, Inez will do a demo on the first day of her two-day Simpson protocol, 
And it's almost like a facelift for people. You, you see the mm-hmm. face completely changes. And okay, it's not just us. It's the people, the students will say when that person walks back in the next day or in the afternoon, what, what happened? I mean, you just look completely different. And it's just so Well, it's the, release. we know when Bob talks about the anxiety, it's the release of that. And it shows in your face. It shows in everything. And it's just not my style of hypnosis, but any great outcomes when you get have with hypnosis, the, the face of the person changes so much. Okay, and just to hammer this home. So, SP gives, um, you don't, you, the hypnotist, don't have to know. You're definitely not the one in control. You're the facilitator because you're dealing mm-hmm. with the superconscious mind. And here's an interesting and uh, an interesting facet of SP as a side product of it all is you can actually do this session after the person is at a deeper state in any language you pick. That's true because there, when you get to a certain level, and words are only 7% of the communication, remember, but also it doesn't matter at that time because it's no longer mattering what the language is because there is no language at that superconscious level and you can believe it or not believe it doesn't really matter that's it doesn't just matter to us, yeah. but so just to clarify how you do communicate so simpson protocol also deals is, is sort of deep state hypnosis you work in mm-hmm. quite deep state this esdale state yeah. right mm-hmm. we work on the esdale state and that esdale state is the part you know that one that people that created that myth of uh people getting stuck in hypnosis because it's such a um, beautiful euphoric state where there's no no pain and mentally physically emotionally there's just no bills to pay there's nothing so you're feeling great and from that place um, which was actually first found out by James Esdale and that's why I call it the Esdale state and it's uh, in the 1800s in Calcutta he did this, in, but it took him 10 or 12 minutes, uh, days, sorry, to do this. But at that time, it was used for surgery because there was no such thing as anesthetic, and they could amputate, they could stop the bleeding without pain. Okay, but and as, and if you see Larry Elman, who's your, Dave Elman is one of the founders yeah. of hip, modern hypnosis with Erickson. Larry Elman says, in essence, is one of the first people to be able to use it to communicate with the Esdale state, how yeah. do you actually communicate if okay. they can't move? Yeah, and, you know, in the Esdale state, they normally don't. Well, what I did was I thought, you know, sometimes when we're working with pain, we'll leave part of the body in hypnosis so it can stay comfortable. So uh, in this case, I just thought, well, why can't I leave a part out? So I left the arm out in deep somnambulism where it could still move and function. And use Id- what's called idiomotor. Yeah, idiomotor, when Bob mentioned it too, is for me, I just make a yes and no finger and I ask them to move it and we train it a little bit and we move on from there. Well, Inez, enough about you. Yeah, enough about me. As so well. these tools, let's move on to what the, some of the, because every show we want to be able yeah. to give you something from so tools and methods to learn to, to help improve or change and your life. And it's about language this time, right? This was language. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Language. To okay, so first of all, I, I want to talk to you a little bit. I'm pretending to be Yoda now. There is no try. You either do or don't. And most of us go through life saying, gee, I think I'll try that next or I'll do that. You know, don't say I'm going to do that next. I'll give it a try. And your subconscious says, ah, no there's no desire there. I don't have to change. I don't have to do anything. And many people who make affirmations say, well, gee, I don't know how come it doesn't work. And that's also, we'll get into that, why that doesn't work. But so try, it, just taking that out of your vocabulary, every time you say the word try, 
just shift it if you don't if you want it to work. So I mean, if somebody's going to phone me and they say, "Gee, do you want to come to my Tupperware party?" When I say I'll try to make it, they know I'm not coming. But I, and also, uh, you know, the positive mental attitude, be positive and yes. all, have positive words, etc. But if there's no emotional charge behind it. There's, there's no commitment. Ooh. And so it's, it's a good check on you. If you're thinking, here we are, January resolutions, I think I'll try and lose weight. I think I'll try and stop smoking. I think I'll try and listen to yeah. Voice America more, whatever it is. <laughs> listen to yourself because you hear that word try and then stop and decide, well, do well, I really want to do it or not? And if you don't, don't. But if you do, you know you're going to have to change the commitment. The, the commitment. And the energy changes around that and then the subconscious says, oh, this person really wants to do this. I will definitely open up and do something and you have language not just in your trainings for hypnotists you try or you don't try you put out there <laughs> to uh, change their language the hypnotist language yeah i mean it's important and we'll talk about um come back but i'll finish that first and then we'll move back i'm going to go back and forth between lay people and hypnotists here so you know, we need to change our semantics. We tell people hypnosis is a, this wonderful state. They'll hear everything we're going to do, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then we say we're going. They're going to put be put under. People say, well, when I go under hypnosis, what does that mean to you? When you're under, it's sort of a pejorative word, and it means that you feel like you're out of control. So you're actually just going into a state. So we call it going into hypnosis. Gee, surprise, surprise. And instead of saying wake up, which we've done for the last how many hundreds of years probably, is we tell them they're not asleep and then we ask them to wake up. And it confuses the client and they say, gee, what happened? I wasn't asleep. I don't think that worked. And you just nullified your whole session. So say emerge or come out. In fact, Inez is very adamant on giving the empowering the client. So she won't even say, at the kind of three, you're going to emerge. Or at the kind of five, you're going to feel. Yeah. She would say, well, when your mind lets you, it's right for your mind, just emerge. Because the client can do it for themselves, and she's always about empowering the client. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes, especially when you're working in deep states and high states, uh, you want to give them enough time to come out because everything is energetic, and you can get a hangover if you come out too quick. So people who have come out of hypnosis and they say, gee, i got a bit of a headache, it's because they came out too fast. They shifted their states a little too quickly, and all they have to do is go back in and just come out a little slower. Okay, do you want to just touch on uh, attitude quickly here? Yeah, quickly. Um, the mental attitude is important. If you think it's going to hope, hope is a sister of try, so that doesn't work. Uh, if you're neutral, it means you don't care too much, and that won't happen either. And if it's uncomfortable to you, your mind will reject it too. So anything that you do want, you say, geez, I like that, I want it to work. And if you have that attitude your mind will help you out. Again, if you go to our page, hypnosis-everywhere.com, on the radio page, there is a download for how to talk to yourself in this self-hypnosis that we really think you should do. Now, next week, Inez, what do we have next week? Well, we have a great um, guest next week. His name is Paul Weisbart, and he's not a hypnotist. In fact, his background is craniosacral work, but he invented, or not invented, created the quantum laser. And, you know, I actually have added lasers into my practice. So we're having him on about it. And maybe, Martin, you can say a couple things about that. Yeah, the lasers are, well, his lasers are unique in this. This is over-the-counter, not $25,000 lasers. But no. And chiropractors are using it, even though it's an over-the-counter 
relatively inexpensive laser. Lots of, that lots is, of therapists are using them. Yeah, authorized for, by in every country in the world. I think it's all, you don't need licenses, you just have to use it. But what's interesting about it, I think, is we start to get into cell memory. He is talking about the lasers changing cell memory. And I don't know if you know Bruce Lipton and cell memory yeah. and all that stuff. It's going to be interesting. So he's going to be on next week. And and as you're going to be talking about how that works with hypnosis. Yes, after, after we talk to him and he'll... You'll see how it fits in and his theories fit in with hypnosis. And that is why he is on the program. And health and wellness, of course. That's right. So um, anything, I just want to remind you that about the Bob thing, if you have any questions, please email in. Any questions at all, email in. We'll answer. And if I can't answer, I'll get Bob to do it. And so, (coughs) excuse me, hopefully next week that cough will be gone. Drink more. More alcohol is required. <laughs> That's the Any- problem. I haven't been doing that. Anyway, Ness, thank you so much and say goodbye, Ness. Okay, and thank you so much and see you next week. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. again for listening to the